Welcome, fans, to the Jinju Fantasy Podcast. Going deep with me, John Hawk, number one in your hearts, number two in the fan polls, and two-time scoring champion. Sitting beside me is Dr. T.D. McKinneth. T.D., why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Thank you, John. Finally, after months, no, years, of all you listeners out there in listener land, finally, I've been given this opportunity to reach out to you and give you an insight into the deepest, the darkest depths of Dr. T.D. McKinneth. Well, that's something, isn't it? Now, you've all been waiting, you've all been asking, and, uh, well, here we are with the Fantasy Podcast. We're going to be going over news and, and information from the NFL and the fantasy realm. Not sure which one you live in. I prefer the fantasy one. But, first thing we have on the docket today is, what's going to happen, Doc, with the, uh, the fantasy season? We're going to even have a real season. Well, John... I know a lot of you out there in listener land are getting nervous. This is an unusual year. Real strange. To say the least. And a lot of people, thousands of fans, have been reaching out to me and saying, Doc, is there even going to be a 2020 NFL season? Well, you've got the inside line to Goodell. (laughs) Last time I checked, I, that's why I, I heard you out his number. Oh, I've been speaking to my friend Guttel. All right? And he has personally put me in charge, personally in charge, of ensuring that there will be a 2020 NFL season as normal. And so don't worry, dear listeners out there in listener land, I got this. Well, all right, you heard it here first. The, uh, the doc is in charge. The doc is in the building. If we were on an airplane, I'm hoping he's on it and the, the guy gets, you know, the choking thing and, uh, well, you know. I saved someone's life on an airplane last time I was there. Choking peanut incident. Well, was it? I heard diff- that story. You, you put the peanut in his mouth, though. Yeah, <laughs> but then I resuscitated him, and that's the last time he'll insult the doc. Well, a warning and a lot of informative information. Next up, right now, uh, well, why don't we just go around and introduce our league to you because there's a couple of real creeps, jabronis, and chumps in this league. And they've all got their part to play. Now, I'm going to start off this year, this past year. First was a man named Brian. A champion. Yeah, well... In his first season, ladies and gentlemen, Brian came into the league, stole the money, stole the championship. Unbelievable. Can't even, but can't really fathom how that happened except... Philadelphia uh, Eagles fan. Disgusting. Just gross. I don't even want to talk about that. He drafted Wentz. But, you know, everybody, you know... Sun shines on a dog's ass from time to time. And CMC is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Andrew uh, Shuttler. Second place, runner-up. Runner-up. 
runner-up uh, most years, I'd say. he's Story of his life. Yeah. Runner-up. Never Andrew a true Shuttler winner. Biography. Um, man's from London. Got a posh accent. And despite this racial handicap, Andrew has actually grown into a reasonably decent NFL player and fantasy football player. Yep, big time scorer, but the man also does do a lot of trade raping. Now, uh, he he took advantage of a couple of people, notably Mike Ruiz, who uh, sadly was in 10th, I believe, at the, the end of this past season. And he, he liquored him up, got onto a video chat call, and, well, you know, the rest is, as they say, history. Well, we'll have more information on that story later. Now, third's a real, real character. Real character. I'd say the true villain in our league. I'd say he's probably one of the most misunderstood humans on planet Earth. Dale Manning. The man believes he's an American. Although he was born in Southeast England. Yes, and again, despite his racial handicap, he's managed to overcome... Quite a lot of adversity in his life, and he's even won a season. He's even won it once. Well, we all know what happened that year, that uh, maybe about half the people didn't vote for this defensive player. Dale got one. He played the best one. And from then on out, there's always going to be an asterisk. Now, the man has gone through a lot recently. There's been some incidents, of course, uh, both on and off the field, I'd say. A couple of things of, uh, you know, that sort of nature of happened. But we'll leave that to when we get Dale in the studio. Next up, we got uh, a man from, um, well, I don't even really know where he's from, to be honest. Fifth place winner, Niku. I believe it's pronounced South Africa. All right. Well, yeah, he's from there. He's there right now. I'm not really sure when he's coming back, but... Uh, Is he even still alive? Well, we hope so, because he does bring a certain flair, a certain flamboyance, a certain je ne sais quoi to this league. Yeah, and I miss him. Nico, if you're out there in listener land, come on back, Nico. We want you back here. You really do add a good amount of spice to the league. Keep on living, baby. Also, not a bad trader. Sixth place, the venerable, I would say the venerable, Shibby. Steve Smith. Uh, man, in, in fifth place. In fifth place, was it? Ah, okay. So, yeah, Niku was fourth. That's that's on me. Um, no one's perfect, John, apart no. from the duck. Yeah, the well, duck. Yeah. Well, we got Shibby. Shibby's a two-time winner, I believe. Two, I think, two times, but... Real name's Steve. Real name's Steve. Not much to say about him besides the fact that he usually is in it at the end. And yep. he usually does trick one person into a completely horribly lopsided trade every year. Oh, his trade ethics are up there with the worst in the league. I'd say him and Shuttler have something of a covenant together, and they're trying to, you know, really take over this league. They, they're working. Maybe the, word, the words are there. We all know it. It begins with a C. It's always shouted at every trade that those two boys make. Corruption? Believe it's collusion. Collusion. <laughs> collusion. Fair enough. And in sixth place, who we got next? Well, so we got Lowell. Um, again, a man who loves the Patriots. He's a true Patriot to the Patriots. What else can you say? 
which often doesn't end up in doesn't make them end up in a high position, but brand loyalty is something to um, you know speak of, I guess. Yeah, and I can't wait to see his face this year. It's just gonna be one of misery and sadness. Brady's gone, and uh, yeah, let me just jump in here with a quick advertisement from our sponsors. This uh, this fantasy season, well, you got all summer off. We're all under quarantine. Apple trees. Plant them in your backyard. Grow an apple. Why wouldn't you? They taste so good. Take a bite. Make a pie. Make a cider. You got all summer and you got no job. And you got nothing else to do. That's why you're listening to this bullshit. All right. And from there, that's from our sponsors, Apple Trees. Apple Trees. Have a bite. Real nice. Okay, in seventh place, we have a man called... John Hawk, ladies and gentlemen, your one and only host of this beautiful podcast, Mr. John Hawk. And I'll say this again, two years in a row, scoring champion. Probably the top, one of the top of nine best drafters in the league. Top nine, baby. Out of ten. And I, I feel like, you know, maybe I should have got a bye because I came in first, but... That's how it goes, you know. We don't really get to vote for these things, I suppose. And if I did, I think I did vote for eight playoff teams anyway. So I bit myself in my own ass. I'm sure we'll hear a lot about John in the future. Yeah. And eighth, we have an international man of mystery. Some say he's a legend, some an urban myth, some a specter. Bagoa. Never met him. The doctor has never met Bagoa, ladies and gentlemen, and therefore I subscribe to the conspiracy theory that he, in fact, does not exist and that he is actually a figment of the commissioner's imagination and a way to try and get him into the playoffs every year. Well, Doc, I'll say this. I got horribly drunk with Bagoa and Andrew Shuttler less than a week ago. And um, upstanding young man, uh, tough trader. The guy really will um, not take many trade offers. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. He seems to be keen on next year. Uh, is it the commissioner? It would be a hell of a disguise if it was. I've never seen Bagoa and the commissioner in the same room at the same time. In fact, no one can say that. I'll, I will allow that. That is true. Now we got ninth place is the Doc, who uh, I believe you won the, the loser's bracket last year. <laughs> now, uh, why don't you go ahead and you can tell us how your season went from your perspective, through your eyes. A lot of my fans out there in listener land obviously already know the tragedy that befell the Doc in the 2019 NFL fantasy football season. Despite all those horrible, unfortunate events, I still managed to come back and be a champion at the end of the year. Also, I'm a two-time back-to-back playoff contender from 2017 to 2018, and that's worth something. Long time ago, though. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay, moving on again. 
You're going to get to know the doc a bit more as we go through here. We should note to our listeners that you should be taking some sort of spirits and getting yourself polished up during these episodes. Get yourself good and drunk because these episodes are meant to be enjoyed with your favorite libation. As a physician, the doctor does not drink alcohol. <laughs> now, we got a uh, 10th. We got uh, a man, Mike Ruiz. A man with potential, but a man that just a couple of a couple of hard hard throws have come his way in the past couple of years he's played. In his entire life, he's been plagued by unfortunate events. He reminds me a lot of the duck when the duck was younger. He uh, he's been he's notoriously horrific at trading. He'll give up three of his best players for somebody like, uh, I don't know, Antonio Brown. And, well, there's not much to say for Mike. He usually drafts a good team. And then a man like Shuttler comes along with a... Like a vulture. Yep, like a vulture with some smooth talk and a couple bucks in his pocket. Disgusting. And Mike Ruiz just gets taken of everything. I feel bad for Mike, but this year, I think... He's going to turn it around, and if he doesn't, well, he's out the league. 11th, we've got uh, the commissioner. Now, this is a poor showing for a man that's supposed to be in charge. Um, He disappointed himself and his family. Easily one of the worst fantasy drafts in recent memory. Um, And you can blame it on the booze. You can blame it on the constant costume changing. But I tend to believe that uh, the commissioner just wasn't prepared. Now look, it's a stressful situation being in charge on draft day. I know that. The doc knows that. But it's an unforgivable offense to draft a team like that when you're the commissioner of a league. And I expect better from our commissioner, Mr. Jake. What's his second name? Roberts. Roberts. The Jake Commish Roberts, I believe. He wants to be called the Commish. I'm calling be- you out, Commish. I'm calling you out. I believe he's had his name. He tried to get it changed here, but um, yeah, it was too many syllables. Twelfth, we got, uh, and this is just, um, this is how it goes sort of in football, in real life. You know, you're up on one side of life and you're down on the other. Ian, who... Uh, the man uh, is a Chiefs fan, so he, his team won. Had a great season. But his fantasy team was an absolute dumpster fire. Um, nothing more to say about that. Really a poor showing. Whereas Brian was excellent in his first year in the league, Ian really was a disgrace. And uh, there's been talks of uh, a merger, but... Um, Look, I think Ian he cares about the sport. His team is now probably looking at a, a dynasty run at this point with Mr. Patrick Mahomes and my personal client, Andy Reid, who I've been advising as a professional dietitian for years now. And so, Ian, I'm glad you're going to be here with, this, with us in this league, and uh, I'm sure you'll do, next better, you'll do much better next year. Right, and those are the uh, the news about all these real these real jabronis and creeps and lowlifes. And 
I can't say that there's, you know, there's not, there, there's a maybe two or three stand-up individuals in this whole bunch. The rest of them are, um, well. It's a cast of characters, you ladies might, and gentlemen. You, you might not hire them to watch your kids. You might not hire them to even pump your gas. But they're going to be entertaining to watch during this 2020 fantasy football season. With uh, Andrew, uh, the I'm not really sure what his team name is right now. He's changed it so many times. Not sure he became part of the PC culture. I think um, he's a one-time winner. Yeah. And um, well, he's not he's not the worst person in the world, but you ain't taking him home to your parents. Um, Andrew, yeah. thank welcome. You. Thank you. Good to be here with you both. Thanks uh, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for two, joining us. Two-time finalist, uh, most informed fantasy player in our league. I'll have you know. Most informed. <laughs> yeah. A okay. hot take already, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But Some would no. say the most uniform. Good to be here. Good yeah. to be here. Welcome. And um, let's just jump right into it with some hot takes. Um, well, I'll, I'll kick this off and I'll tell you right now, Mike Ruiz is only going to have two trades this whole season because I feel like the man has learned his lesson. Bullshit. Outrageous. <laughs> I think he's gone through enough. Let's leave the boy alone. Do you realize how many trades this imbecile made last year? I think it was 47. 50. <laughs> well, I will, we weren't too far. It, it might as well have been. <laughs> And you should know best because you was a part of about 14 or 15 of them. I think the majority of those trades made a lot of sense. I mean, it's a good hot take, but I think we got better than that, John Huck. All right, Doc, what do you got? Ladies and gentlemen, my first hot take of the 2020 NFL season. The New England Patriots will end with a better record than Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm just wondering, what's, what do you, what's your, your thought behind that, Doc? What, do you, what info you got? I got two, two reasons. Number one, New England have a thing called a defense. Tampa Bay has none. Ooh. And number two, Wait, wait, wait. Don't know about that, dog. Let me finish this hot take real quick. Number two. My buddy, Alex Handro Gorilla. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who Alex Handro Gorilla is, that is Tom Brady's personal trainer. And I have been advising Alex Handro for years about his own diet and exercise routine. And he has told me, Brady... He's looking slow. The, the Bucks did finish with a top 10 defense, just yeah. to chuck that in there. Uh, there are no slouches at stopping the run. Not true. Well, fake news. Well, you heard it here, folks. Um, and uh, Andrew, think, what are you thinking this year for some hot takes? Hot take, hot take. My first hot take this year is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Will finish with who the more, fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? More fantasy points than Ezekiel Elliott. 
Not really sure what sort of language he was speaking there for a minute. It sounded <laughs> like, um, well, I'm not really sure. I'm big if on this, the boy. I'm big on the is, boy. Well, okay. Who does he play for? The Giants? The Kansas City Chiefs, I, I believe. Oh, the champions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Super, um, reigning Super Bowl champions. Well, I can't really can't really fight it until we see what happens this season with Mahomes. Um, I mean, we all know Mahomes is going to be the best player in the league. He's pretty much is the best player in the league. So, yeah, not the craziest or the hottest take. I don't think you could even cook an egg on that. Pretty, <laughs> pretty flat. That's yeah. a hot take. Chris. Now I'll say this. I'll I'll throw my chips into the old veteran ring. And I'll say this, that Aaron Rodgers, the man's 36, maybe 37, spends most of his time drinking whiskey and having sex with a race car driver. And he is going to throw 42 touchdown passes, and he is going to be the MVP of the season. How did he do last year, Andrew? Um, not great. Not great. He had one amazing game. Where he scored, I think, 44 points. Against... Uh, you? The Raiders. Sorry. <laughs> the, Ra- yeah. the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is just the man's a veteran. Raiders have a top defense. <laughs> like Tampa Bay, right? Exactly. The man is a veteran. He's, he's, he's grizzled. He's a piece of tough meat. He's going to get out there and he's going to perform. That's all I know. He's been slighted. He's been jilted. He's been... Told that he wasn't good enough for so long by the Packers. By his own team. His own team picked the quarterback in the first round. The man doesn't even need help. Anybody can go out there and play, and he's gonna light it up. 42 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, because he's gonna be just chucking it, winging and dinging it. To who? Anybody. You throw a couple cheese heads. Geronimo head, Allison. Throw a couple who you che- drafted. Throw a couple <laughs> cheese heads out there from the fan base. They'll catch a bullet from him. Valdez Scantling. He's cut. He's cut. He's not. I mean, it He's doesn't matter. I might have got a call from the Packers last week. Who I think Sound Guy Keith drafted, actually. Sound Guy Keith is. I mean, that man is busting his ass as always. You guys got to be grateful for all the hard work. That poor man puts in. Nah, his he's useless. <laughs> anyway, Doc, why don't you go ahead and give us your second? That was my second. Aaron Rodgers, a goddamn star. I hated him last year because I think he was a tool, but now I just feel bad for him. All right, someone's gonna come up with a hot take. So here you go, ladies and gentlemen, in listener land. My second hot take for the 2020 NFL season. The New Orleans Saints. To win the Super Bowl and breeze to retire and to walk off into the sunset thanks to not only Michael Thomas, but my man, Emmanuel Sanders, to win the Super Bowl MVP. That's a veteran call, if I've ever heard one. Did you guys see the last Super Bowl? Did you see who was wide open to win the game for the 49ers? My man, Emmanuel Sanders, whose surgery I personally, personally saw. Uh, Excuse me, Doc. Uh, That was when he was playing for the 49ers. Yes, last year. Saints have a very different offense. Yeah, way better. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, you could say that it's better. You could say it's more improved. I say this. I love Emmanuel Sanders. The man's name reminds me of Emmental cheese. And, well, who doesn't like cheese? Cheese is great. And by the way, a word from our sponsors. Um, do you like that sweet and smoky and cheesy flavor all over your crackers? Go ahead. Get yourself down to the dairy aisle and get yourself some cheese. Cheese. You know you want it. Beautiful. Andrew, hot take, please. Hot take. My hot take is that Tom Brady is going to throw less touchdowns than Jameis Winston next year. Wow. Yeah. Jameis Winston doesn't even have a team yet. Jameis Winston's on the Saints. Oh, he's he the does. backup. Yeah. Backup for the Saints. Yeah, for Drew Brees. An yeah. embarrassment, ladies and gentlemen, on you this first episode. The, you have to come to this episode prepared, sir. I told you, John. We can't let him on the first episode. <laughs> we should have had Ruiz on. God damn it, I knew it. Fine. Still, I, I stand by it. I stand by my hot take. Brees is going to get a thumb injury in the first game. Never happened. Jameis Winston's going to take over, and he's going to kill it. If Jameis Win, yeah. Well, there it is. Unbelievable. Has um, a, a Zoom preseason with Breeze, and uh, he sorts out. And, and he's had LASIK. He's had LASIK surgery. So now he has some depth perception. Andrew has chosen between an AARP senior citizen <laughs> and a man who had lasers literally cut into his eyeballs... For a hot take. Unbelievable. I can't believe what I'm hearing. And anyway, folks. All right, John, save this episode. Please, I, God. I think we're going to spin out of this and we're going to, before this whole thing just ends, and uh, we're going to have to go ahead and now we're going to have to turn it over and uh, to our interview round, uh, hot takes being done. So, Andrew, welcome, by the way. Yeah, um, again. Welcome Good to be again. here. Thank you for welcoming me. And uh, we got a couple questions for you this year about this year coming up and uh, about last year, too. Now, um, my first question is, uh, yeah, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. God damn it. Uh, Doc. I, wait a minute. God damn it. This is my show. <laughs> I'm the guest. This is my show. My name is on the show. Give me this one more thing. Do it. My third hot take for the 2020 NFL season, ladies and gentlemen. Man won't stop. My man, J.K. Dobbins is my precious. He's going to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year, ladies and gentlemen, for my Baltimore Ravens. Not only that, he is going to lead the Baltimore backfield in rushing yards. Well, I mean, is he going to be taking it to the bank like Ingram, or what are you thinking? Ingram, I cannot imagine a better mentor for my man Dobbinses. Other than myself, of course. And I've got one little story for you guys in listener land. The game against Michigan, when Dobbinses was playing for Ohio State, he used the secret move that I taught him. Now, Doc, let me just get this straight. You were not the football coach at Ohio State. You were the basketball assistant coach trainer. That's true. And so I'm a master of basketball handles. 
And so when J.K. Dobbins came to me and asked me for advice, I told him all about a little move called the Fumble Ruski. You got any idea what that is, John? Well, I assume it has something to do with a fumble. The fake fumble. Oh. It's now been made illegal in the NFL. And so if you Google, if you YouTube J.K. Dobbins's against Michigan, that's M-I-S-H-I-G-A-N for your YouTube search, and you search that game, you will see J.K. Dobbins's employ the fumble ruski and take it to the house. The fake fumble, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. So proud. Well, I've seen the clip. I'm not sure about your spelling there, Doc, but, um, well, who am I to judge another man on his credentials? So, with that said, let's keep it going on here to our guest, Andrew Shuttler, like we began before. Now, um, Andrew, can I just ask you a question? Uh, what's your favorite season? Ooh. Well, before you answer that question, we have another word from one of our sponsors, Descendants.com. Now, I don't know what all the big fuss is about these things. Ancestry, 24 and Me. A lot of people want to know where they're from. But what I'm saying is, why do you care whether you're from the Po Valley or the Indus River Valley? Why do you care if your ancestors were a farmer or a carpenter? Worry about the future with Descendants.com. We're pretty much saying... We're all equally useless in this world. So let's move forward and let's try to find you the best mate possible to make the best offspring possible. Eugenics are us. Descendants.com. Building that better future that you wish you were searching for. All right, Andrew, I got a question for you. Come at me. If you had to predict who would win... The 2020 Jinju Bowl. Who would you pick? Myself. Other than yourself. Ooh. Uh, I will say, I think, I think Jake the Snake, Commissioner Roberts, is going to have a real big bounce back year. I think he's going to be up there. Ladies and gentlemen, the biggest hot take of the evening. <laughs> if you think that the commish is ever going to be nothing but a bottom feeder... You're uh, I think he's coming back with a vengeance this year. The commissioner has never been more than just a, a small speed bump on the road of this league. I mean, we, we're looking at the draft from last year, and there are some questionable picks by the commissioner. Let's just go through this real quick. We're going over the commissioners? Yeah. Or? Okay. I yeah. got it. He's got two real shit wide receivers, Devontae Adams and Odell <laughs> Beckham. Now, Devontae is my man. Well, but Odell is a bitch. Yeah. I've been Odell Beckham Jr.'s pediatrician for years now, and he still has the mental faculties of a 10-year-old, ladies that and gentlemen. Isn't a pediatrician a foot doctor? No, a pediatrician. That must be why he's going to a, a child doctor. Yeah. Uh, oh, a podiatrist. A podiatrist. I'm thinking podiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking to the doc here, Andy. Sorry, sorry, doc. Um, and then Damian Williams, which... The ne those next three are horrible. Damien Williams, the name Damien is just something that I'll never trust. It means devil in a hundred different languages. And that man chose it because you know what? Roberts is 
Running with the devil. <laughs> I apologize for what just happened on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It will not happen again. Saying that, though, look at all of the third round picks. Apart from George Kittle, they're all pretty horrible. Amari Cooper, maybe. I mean, George, yeah. George Kittle, great Oh, pick. Josh Jacobs. They Josh, are. Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, great Jacobs, great Jacobs well Adam done. Thielen, decent well, pick. Stefan Diggs did a right. Marlon Mack, good pick. Now that we're looking at the bigger board, let's focus in a bit on uh, old the Shuttler butt. And again, can you, come at me. Can you come, come at me? Well, can you clarify your team's name? Because there was a time you were the Washington Mulattoes. Yes, and I'm going to revert back to that name. We're going back to our roots for this 2020 slash 2021 season. So what you're saying is you are an open racist. Uh, I wouldn't put it like that. Do you know Doc, Dr. McKinneth? Uh, do you know the et- etymology of the word mulatto? Yes. Please enlighten me. What was the question? The word. Where does the word come from? Mulatto. Uh, it's a type of Belgian ice cream. Close. Very close. But actually... Um, as you know, the Washington Redskins, there was a huge furor about the Washington Redskins, so I thought it was a funny little play on that, and at the time I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and there's the episode where he makes a fool of himself by using the word mulatto, and so I popped it in. Well, we've learned two things here right now. Andrew. Open racist. Maybe he's on the cusp. And uh, Dr. T.D. McKinneth certainly did not study etymology whilst at university. I agree. But I am a doctor, and I do know Belgian ice cream, and it tastes good. <laughs> Is Belgium famous for its ice cream? Dude, it's the most famous country in the world for ice cream. And okay. by the way, one of our sponsors, Doctor, uh, I believe this came in hot off the wire, is Belgian ice cream. Yeah, and it's called the Belgian Mulatto Ice Cream Company. You know, Belgium, Bel- Belgia, or Belgium, or Belg- Belgium, or Belgian people have um, a kind of a bit of a, a rough history on the African continent. True, true. But their ice cream's real good, ladies and gentlemen. So buy the Belgian mulatto ice cream coming to your door next season. I feel like we've gone off on a tangent. Don't oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're yeah. right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Your draft was fucking terrible. Whoa, let's have a look at this. Nick Chubb. Amazing. Brilliant pick for half the season. Whoa. Joe Mixon. Brilliant pick for half the season. He knocked that woman out fine enough. Stefan Diggs. Brilliant pick for less than half the season. Robert Woods. Solid pick for most of the season. I think, uh, I don't know, right? Andrew, I think Diggs was a bad pick than Woods. Your team smacks of uncertainty and it smacks a bit of uh you know flavor of the month you know a lot of these people seem sort of they're, uh, they're not tried John, and true i remember you saying after the draft that you were gonna go for engram let me just continue ladies and evan, gentlemen. evan ingram yeah evan ingram seventh round eighth round rashad penniless Ninth round, Dante Pettis. What idiot would have thought he uh, had okay, a chance? Okay, so about those two, about those two, I would say that those two should have had better seasons. 
but not because of their skills. I mean, but because it it was it was obviously like uh, team issues. What a man should and shouldn't do is up to him, not Do up to you in Fantasyland. As Dante Pettis's emotional counselor, I can confirm he had emotional issues also, for the entire season. Also, Josh Allen in which round? The fourteenth. Uh, it's not on the screen, so it doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, it's there. Doesn't exist. Uh, well, do you want to? Do you want to take a guess what number QB he finished as? I'll say he finished seventh. Doc, you have any input there? Uh, I think seventeenth. Fifth. Damn it. He was QB five. Well, it didn't seem like you played him very much. I didn't. I traded him. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't talk much. You you come at me saying I wanted Ingram. Which, yeah, maybe I did. I want a lot of yeah, things you did. in you life. cried to me after the draft saying, I wanted Ingram. And I've cried a lot of times in my <laughs> life, folks. But when you look at my draft and then you see there's one golden pick down there in round 12, Austin Hooper, tight end number two. Guy missed three games and he still was tight end number two. I don't feel so bad about crying over Ingram anymore. Saying that, though, I also picked up the tight end three after the draft in free agency before the season started. Who was that? And then traded Waller. him. Yeah, and then traded him to to the sound guy. <laughs> the sound guy has no idea what he's doing in this league. And that's why Dr. T.D. McKinneth has come to save the ginger bowl. Now, Andrew, I want to touch on something a bit different what did you say to Mike Ruiz to get him to trade with you? Give some tips, some tricks. How did you do it so well so that we all know how we can all take advantage of him I'm, in the upcoming season? I'm just going to say this. You don't win a league from your draft. Very true. You win a league from wheeling and dealing and being a good negotiator. And a good knowledge of psychochemicals. And tricking people. I gotta ask, was it Rohypnol and Valium? Was it Xanax? What did you use on poor Mike Louise? Aaron Jones. I gave him Aaron Jones at the height of his... Uh, yeah. So I so at the start of the season, or maybe a few weeks into the season, I traded Mixon, who wasn't didn't have a good start, uh, to the eventual winner, Brian. I traded Mixon for um, Aaron Jones. Essentially, that was the trade. There was a couple other players involved. Um, Aaron Jones had a four-week stretch on my team where he scored amazing. Then I paffed him off to Mike Ruiz. To path, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. And uh, I pass got... off for all of our yeah. American listeners. And I got Barkley, like, just as he was coming back from injury. Well, you did well uh, tricking a bunch of people. But um, let's move on to the next question. Which is, um, I think the doc has a question about a certain game that uh, you played this season. Yeah, and it's about a certain game against a certain sound guy. Now, the, this sound, he's very quiet. Our sound guy, we got the best sound guy in the world. Uh, Keith, you're a great guy. That's but right. uh, you he's are a great very guy. quiet. And he doesn't want to say a lot of things on this podcast. But I'm looking at a score here. It just got pulled up on my screen. 130.72 to uh, 99.2. Now, why don't you go ahead and walk us through that, Andrew? We all know that the first week is a misnomer. Is that the right word? Um, the first week is never a, a true 
um, representation of how the team is going to be. Everyone's feeling out of the place. Look, Evan Engram got 23 points. So what? Look at my team. Joe Mixon, who was like consensus top 10 running back, got 2.7. Stefan Diggs, 4.7. Scroll down a bit, please, Keith. I think your main problem is you. Uh, Dante Pettis, one point two. Terrible pick. My my highest scorers were my tight end, my kicker, and my defense. I think your main problem is you trusted in a man who walked up to an unknown woman in a coffee shop and punched her square in the face. What I will say is that uh, one of these teams made it all the way to the final. One of them did. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sound guy Keith is right now putting a rope on the ceiling. I think is he killing himself? Get down from there, Keith. Get down. It's not worth it, dude. You're a young man. Okay, he's down. He's down, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. The reason you lost this matchup, DeAndre Hopkins, ladies and gentlemen, twenty-seven points. New Arizona Cardinal. That's going to be a hell of a team. Baltimore Raven defense. I'll, 20 points. I'll throw a little. Now, what did Hopkins do after that? I'll, Didn't do much. Tyrell Williams on the bench with a 20 bomb. Hopkins still finished over 100 yards, uh, over 100 receptions this year. You don't, you, well, that's, yeah. Just saying. And I'll say this. Cardinals are going to make the playoffs this year. I think he was wide receiver 10 or 11, Hopkins. and That's he was still con- pretty good. But at the draft, he was consensus number one. A disappointing year for D-Hop. But still one of the best receivers in the game. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And I do think the Cardinals, that's a playoff team. That's anybody, you get your hands on any of those players coming up in this year, and you are going to be very happy. Ooh, this is an interesting thing I learned the other day. Um... There were three quarterbacks that got sacked 48 times last season. Can you name any of them? Daniel Jones, number one. Nope. Uh, Jameis Winston. Nope. Baker Mayfield. He, he, he got, nope. He, uh, James Winston got sacked 47 times. There's three that got then sacked 48 times. Then it must have been Murray. Times. Murray is one of them. It must have been a guy named... Uh, Not Baker Mayfield? Nope. Tom Brady? Nope. No, dude. You can me throws the ball away straight away. One of them's playing on this on, in this game. Oh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's he does that a little slide. And one more... I think you might have had him on your team. Matt Ryan. Yeah. A lot Matt of... Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan 48 wasn't a, sacks. Matt Ryan wasn't a bad fantasy QB. I think he finished about ninth. But uh, the offensive line was the problem. The offensive line. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like those three problem. teams have horrific offensive lines. Well, Andrew, let's move into another question for you. Okay. This um, is gonna be the last one, ladies and gentlemen. Now, there is allegedly um, we got a lot of myths and a lot of um, uh, a lot of tall tales come out of this league. A lot of things that might have happened or might not have. Maybe they happened behind closed doors. Maybe they happened on a massage table. Maybe they happen on all sorts of planes and all sorts of places. Now, Andrew, the one thing that uh, rumor the rumor mill's been pretty much chucking out is, um, did Dale offer you money for a player? Again. Well. This in, year. In all, uh, like, cards on the table, uh, first he offered me fellatio for a player. 
Disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and when I turned that down, he then offered me money. Um, but like... For who? For who? Long what, what, what was the deal? Give us the dirty details. I think it was Frank Gore for Nick Chubb, maybe. I think. And a little bit of sweet and, and cash a, on the side. Yeah, okay. some cash or a hand ski. Disgusting. Well, we'd like to think that the commissioner is out there and his massive estate, his huge house, and he's he's looking down on all us plebeians. And, Peasants. Uh, I would also like to just interject here and say that you're coming at me with, like, me being a trade raper. I feel there's one guy that has not even been mentioned yet that is, over the past five years being consistently a trade raper, and that is old Steve Smythe. Well, the thing about Steve Smythe is... Um, First of all, he doesn't listen to this podcast. Second of all... Loser. He's a real piece of work. Um, there's not much to say. He always gets the better of at least one weak-minded individual every year. and um, he, the, pray, he targets them. He's some, a predator. Some would say he grooms them. Disgusting. Now, I'll also agree with you, Andrew. You're not the worst trade raper in history. Thank you. And I'll throw out there that Steve Smith, if you're out there listening in your humble abode. Eating sausage sandwiches. You, you've, been, you've been called out. You've been called out, Steve. Now, it doesn't change what happened with you and Mike Ruiz, but also it does change what happened between you and Mike Ruiz. And the last question, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Andrew Shuttler. We need to know who you're challenging for week two of this amazing, groundbreaking podcast. <laughs> Is it a challenge? You well, gotta call him out, like you just did to Steve. Well, Are you I, calling out Steve I'm, for the week two podcast? No, I'm honored to be your first guest on this, hopefully, very successful podcast, but... Unquestionable. I would like to call out Commissioner... Good uh, Roberts, Ooh. Commissioner Roberts. Um, you almost a, call him Goodell. That's to, the power that this man wields, and yet to, there are people offering bribes under the table. Exactly. The players, and where is the commissioner now? I feel like the commissioner has to answer some questions. He's got some tough questions yeah, coming up. Yeah, so yeah, does yeah, Goodell yeah. with uh, old Portnoy, yeah. apparently. He'll probably cycle over here, um, and then we can do it. All right, I look forward to that. Commission, if you're out there, if you're listening, you've been called out. You're up. We expect you here with eight beers next week, and uh, we don't take no for an answer. And that's all the time we have here today. Andrew, I want to thank you for being such a lovely guest. Um, and uh, would you like to say a couple words? Yeah, thank you very much for having me on the show. I, um, I really enjoyed my time, and... Um, I, I just feel like we didn't really get into the nitty gritty of the the ginger bowl because I kept on getting interrupted by the uh, the doc. Really? Um, well, but... it's, it's funny you say that, uh, Andrew Shuttler, because I have an important announcement to make, ladies and gentlemen. For our Going Deep podcast, I can officially announce that thanks to our partnership with Anchor.fm. All you people out there in listener land can now leave us voice messages. If you look in the episode summary, the episode description, 
you can find a link and you can leave us personalized voice messages, ladies and gentlemen. We will respond to them in next week's uh, podcast. We will get to them. So please, if you enjoyed the episode, if you have any thoughts on any of our beautiful hot takes, please leave us a message. And now we'd like to take a quick little break to our weathermen. Just like they say, uh, it's good news about the pollen count today and little overcast for the remainder of the week, but it's going to be a fine day tomorrow wherever you are. Beautiful. Well, isn't that lovely? Now, um, this is John Hawk signing off, and uh, TD, you have any last words you want to say? No. You heard it here. Now, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, remember one thing. Keep on going deep.